Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Yeah, Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. Starting on Monday on Mile High Sports Radio, it's going to be Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry. Then we're going to, as of right now, it's going to be that, but then we're going to arm wrestle best two out of three to see if it's going to be Afternoon Drive with Fry and Goodman or Goodman (laughs) and Fry. I work out a lot. You're an old man. I feel good about my chances. How are you, Terry? You might as well make the change now because I'll whip your ass. Oh, Ooh, hell no. okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Hey, how that little, works. hey, seriously, now, is it getting a little misty in there? No, and Andrew's feeling great about this. I mean, I, I keep seeing him looking at the clock. I don't know why. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, Andrew, I've got only one word of advice for you about uh, when you are in Wisconsin, in Madison. Yeah. Lombardino's. Okay. Greatest Italian restaurant in America. All have right. you been there? Yes, I have. No, no, I'm saying, Andrew, have you been there? No, I haven't. You like a good plate of pasta? I can't (laughs) believe you haven't gone there yet. Not right now, I don't. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's because you're watching what you eat. Yes. Oh, you you could watch. You could control yourself and only eat half portions. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I think I I, got to wait until I uh, get a a few pounds off of this... uh, this this truck that this truck that is me that I'm carrying around. So and of course the Broadhouse and the Plaza. Remember? Yeah, it's probably a good it's probably a good thing the way things are working here. Um, I'm only going to be in in Madison for about uh, three three and a half weeks this summer because um, I think I got I got some work to do before I'm ready to actually be there for weeks and months at a time. <laughs> you can also look for that firehouse right by the stadium where. My father lived as a scholarship athlete at the University of Wisconsin, and his job was to close the door after the trucks went out. Oh, okay, cool. Terry, let's talk about the Avs against the Blues. When do you think this thing's going to start? I think probably Tuesday, because I think they're they're obviously waiting for the announcement to see how many games in the the three games tonight will end up going to a seven-game series, and then they'll decide. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Tuesday, but that depends on what happens tonight. Uh, they would have announced sooner on a conditional basis if it was going to be Monday. Okay, so kind of from what you've seen, what you've gathered, uh, how have they kind of used the the downtime to their advantage? Well, they took they took two days completely off to kind of rest up and be ready, and then they practiced the last two days. Today they practiced pretty hard, and Jared Bednar said after the practice that the goal was was to uh, to get back into that practice groove, and they're taking tomorrow off. And then on then on Sunday they're going to start working on the opponent, which of course is the St. Louis Blues. Both from the coaching standpoint and uh, that's tomorrow, working on the scouting part of it, and the technical part of it. And then on Sunday they'll practice and present things in players in meetings with the players and practice hard on Sunday. But they're taking tomorrow off, which is another reason I think the, the gossip or the 
the best chance, the, the odds within the house assessment is that they will open the series on Tuesday. And so I think the Avalanche are going to get ready for it that way. They're, you know, it's a very different situation than their series against Nashville, and they're going to try to adapt what they did against Nashville to, to what can work against St. Louis. St. Louis is so balanced. They've got nine twenty goal scorers. They've got a couple of goaltenders where if you put the uh, if you put in Ville Huso for Jordan Bennington, you really don't lose all that much. And they ride the one that's hot. Uh, the the sweep last year where the Avalanche swept the Blues was without David Perron, who missed a series with COVID issues. And they've just got they've got one terrific player in Vladimir Tarasenko, but they're very very balanced and very smart. And uh, so it's it's going to be a little bit of different of a challenge. Than against the Nashville Predators, which basically sometimes played like they were brain dead. Outside of the Denver Broncos, uh, when you look at the other professional sports teams in town, the last time we saw one of those teams have a layoff for a week or more, uh, they got blasted in the World Series and swept out of it by the Boston Red Sox. We are looking at over a week break for the Avalanche. Any concern with this layoff? I don't think so. I think they're in a groove, and I also think that they'll be ready to pick it up very, very, very quickly in this series. I don't think that's going to be an issue at all. That uh, kind of the physical wear and tear, and they're all healthy for the most part. There's still kind of those bumps and bruises that you incur in any playoff series, but I think for the most part, the, the time off did them good, and they'll be, you know, it's such a relentless test. It's the most relentless physical and mental test in professional playoffs playoff sports and so i think any any week off like that uh the idea of any rust accumulating more is more than offset by the rest you mentioned the plethora of 20 goal scores that the blues possess so there are some out there that follow the avalanche that think all right swept the blues last year this is who you want why is this Blues team different than the one that the Avs took out in four games in 2021? Well, the Perron wasn't playing last year. They have Brandon Saad this year, the uh, expatriate from the the Avalanche, and uh, he's one of their nine twenty goal scorers. But he's also the ninth one, which shows you how much depth the Blues the Blues play. Uh, the Blues pretty much distribute the talent around their lines. They don't really get locked into specific lines all that much, and so that's going to be another strength. I don't think the Avalanche are. I think the potential with the Minnesota series is Minnesota played so awful against St. Louis. You want to play them because they're not playing very well, but they're not going to get to, to play you because they're not playing very well. So I think in this case, you know, it's going to be a very dangerous. It's going to be a very dangerous series against the Blues. And you know, the one it, it was so weird to see the the uh, Wild not play not play a Marc-Andre Fleury last night because I was just scratching my head about that because I honestly believe that Marc-Andre Fleury could have been the one, the one factor in a series with between Minnesota and Colorado to swing the balance to, to swing the balance to the wild. And then that, that they're not only not playing the wild, they're not playing a proven, proven playoff goaltender who can swing a series. Uh, and so I think in this sense, while the, while the blue Jordan Bennington is starting to play like the difference making goaltender, he has been in the past, but I, but uh, Mark Andre Fleury could have swung the series. He had he has a talent in the past and the, the uh, ability to have swung the series. Is maybe the simplest way to talk about their depth that Ryan O'Reilly, the captain of that team, wasn't even top five in scoring this year on that team. He's the seventh leading scorer on on the Blues. Now you know the right. the, the other the other way to look at that is their top goal scorer. 
the top score, top goal scorer Vladimir Tarasenko has quote only 34. So it's just a matter of balance and and, and being able to uh, to uh, adapt their lines within the, the within the game strategy and then what's appropriate at the time. So it's going to be an interesting kind of uh, uh, difference in strategy between the two teams, and I'm really fascinated to see it. How's Darcy Kemper looking? I think he's fine. They didn't. It was kind of funny today because we were expecting to be with him as with uh, as the media group in the post practice session, and uh, he did not meet with us yesterday. He did not meet with us today. He was not one of the three players made available today. Though we all thought it was going to happen. Uh, I don't think they have anything to hide, but I think the feeling was they didn't want those pictures taken. I think he still got some some, some swelling. Nothing that's going to be debilitating or a problem. It's just one of those cosmetic things. But that showed me that he's probably got a cosmetic issue there still. But let's face it, Jared Bednar would not play him unless he really thought he was ready and fine. And in practice, he looked okay. He looked fine. We're talking with Terry Fry. He's going to be my new partner starting on Monday, an afternoon drive. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Fry. Uh, Taking away three obvious guys, McKinnon, McCarr, and Kemper, which one guy needs to have a big series to guarantee that the Avs are moving on? Gabe Landeskog. Why? Because uh, he's playing on the second line, and it, it, it really represents, in my mind, a risk to not have plugged him right back into the top line. So Gajer Bednar is showing faith in his a little bit two-line two balance to, to be combative of the Blues' depth in this series. And so I think when he's playing on the second line, it's even more important than ever that Gabriel Aniscog contributes a big, a big uh, jump, a big push. Okay, we had a discussion in the last hour about uh, about music. Okay, yeah. Why I, do the Avs yeah. play all the small things? What, why? What is the story behind that? I don't know the whole story. You know what happens is if you get there early enough, you hear the adult music. You know, like Rick Springfield's Jesse, Jesse's Girl <laughs> and things like that. And then, then they go into the warm-up, and you hear the, the, the songs that the players have selected. And then you're sitting somebody next to you're sitting next to somebody in the press box who doesn't know who the who is, and so it's really kind of a cultural shock to attend Avalanche games sometimes. And they play Baba O'Reilly coming out for the third period, the Who's famous song. So it's really just a potpourri of music. I kind of I'm kind of energized by the variety, but anything, but anything, as as I tweeted into. Eric, anything but John Denver's uh, Rocky Mountain High. Uh, John, De- John Denver was a wonderful person, but he was from Texas. Yes, he was born in the summer of his 27th year, but don't don't hang that song on us. Uh, Terry, you are a seven-time sports writer of the year. Uh, you still consider yourself a very good journalist, and you are. Uh, the fact that you don't know the answer to this question concerns me about us starting on Monday. I'm very sorry. Well, don't be <laughs> sorry. Figure it out. I'll see you on Monday, my friend. <laughs> You mean I have a homework assignment over the weekend? Absolutely. Stop writing those damn books, all those goddamn novels, excuse me, damn novels, and start concentrating on all the small things. Well, during the Pittsburgh, or during the Pittsburgh, during the National Series, Pete Weber, the uh, the Predators' famous, famous radio voice, said, mm-hmm. have you written a book this week? I had to say no. Terry, we'll see you on Monday, my friend. Looking okay. forward to it. All right. Thanks, Terry. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew, best of luck, and I'll be honored to fill your shoes. Oh, I think you'll do great. I'll be listening. Okay, thank you. See you, Terry. Terry Fry on Monday. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Fry. Coming up next, 
Mason and I have been partners for over two years. We're going to talk about a lot of things that have happened over the last couple of years, especially when he first started the show. We jumped right into COVID. Hardly good sports talk radio and other memories we've had over the last couple of years. That's next. Is this movie that I- 